And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, we're going to talk about a military term. It's a term that that I was endeared to my entire time in the military. You've probably never heard this term before, but I'm going to hit you with it right now. You ready for it? Mission creep. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're thinking. It's not that. It's something completely different. All right, look, Merriam-Webster does a really good job of explaining what mission creep is. And here's their definition. The gradual broadening of the original objectives of a mission or an organization. So that's, that's, that's your framework right there. Is that not enough for you? Wikipedia describes it a little bit differently. Now, those of you that listen to the show regularly, you know that I'm not a huge fan of Wikipedia. And the reason I'm not a huge fan of Wikipedia is because anybody can get in there and manipulate the information that's in there. Yeah, that's that's the problem I have with Wikipedia. So Wikipedia tends to put opinion in context with actual facts, and it's hard to discern which is which. But I will give Wikipedia props because they do a really good job of describing mission creep. You ready for it? It's the gradual or incremental expansion of an intervention, project, or mission beyond its original scope, focus, or goals. A ratchet effect spawned by initial success. Mission creep is usually considered undesirable due to how each success breeds more ambitious interventions until a final failure happens, stopping the intervention entirely. Okay, that's that's pretty complex. I, I just hit you with a very complex definition of mission creep. Now, why am I bringing up this concept of mission creep? It has nothing to do with my military background. It has everything to do with real estate investing. And it also has to do with my big mouth. Over the last week to two weeks, I have been talking about a trend that I am seeing in single family properties. I am seeing opportunities come across my desktop that indicate to me that if I invest in a single family asset, that that investment can double or more the money that I put into the investment. Yes. Did you hear me correctly? I am seeing single family deals come across my desk that are indicating to me that, let, let, me, let me just give you an example. Here's one here. This particular one is going to require about $28,000 to get in the, into the deal. That's what your cash out of pocket contribution would be. However, once you capture equity, because you've done everything the correct way, you've done everything the way we teach you how to do it at Lifestyles Unlimited, what you find is that you're capturing equity of about $31,000. What does that mean? It means that $28,000 that you put into the deal spawned an additional $31,000 with equity. And in other words, you just doubled your money. Does that make sense? I mean, let's think about it. That's what, $61,000, $62,000 altogether? Maybe my numbers are a little bit off. Maybe my math's a little bit crazy. So twenty-eight plus thirty-one is what? Almost $60,000, right? Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. 
So why am I bringing up this concept of mission creep? Well, it's because of my inbox, my inbox, and it's got nothing to do with the deals coming in. It's coming from people like you that are listening to the radio show that have been invested in multifamily that have been listening to what I've been telling them is going on in the single family space. And they are thinking, Hmm, maybe I should explore investing in single family. I have been putting all of my money, all of my resources, all of everything that I have into the multifamily space. But now that I'm hearing this Al Gordon guy on this radio talk about single family, I'm interested in possibly pursuing single family. So here's your mission creep. If you're a multifamily investor and you're, you are organized and focused on multifamily investments and you are considering getting into single family investments, that is a mission creep. That is you going off the intended roadmap that you were on and exploring a different branch of the roadmap. Now, I'm here to tell you, even though Wikipedia says that mission creep is usually considered undesirable because it usually results in failure, I think there's a, a different result. I think that you can do mission creep and you can do it successfully as long as you're staying focused on everything you need to stay focused on. You can do mission creep and it can be a successful endeavor. So I've been getting a lot of emails from Lifestyles Unlimited members and non-Lifestyles Unlimited members that are investing in multifamily because what they're, they're hearing me say is that single family for the first time in a long time is actually poised to give us some really good rates of return on the investments that we make. And I articulate that on this show. As a result, people have gone to their email server or the email system or whatever they use, and they, they type in askal at luinc.com. They put that in the two box, askal at luinc.com. And then in the, the subject box, they put something in there. And then all of a sudden, in the narrative portion, I get some really great questions. And these questions have all been focused on Am I doing the right thing? Maybe I should consider shifting what I'm doing because what I'm doing isn't necessarily getting me to where I think I'm trying to get to. All right. Time out right there. Everybody take a tactical pause. Let's talk this through. If you have a mission, if you have an objective, if you have that objective all laid out and you are monitoring that mission, you're monitoring the objective, you're monitoring what your investments are doing for you. And if those investments are not doing what they were projected to do for you, then those investments are, in Al's opinion, failing. They are failing. It doesn't mean they have failed. It means they are failing to reach their targeted goals. Does that make sense? Okay. At that point, you have to decide what you're going to do with that investment. Now, if you're invested as a passive investor, you can't just arbitrarily get out of the deal. You, well, I mean, there are ways that you could, but it, it's, not, it's not like selling stock. Let's put it that way. It's not that easy, okay? You would have to get all of your fellow investors together and you would have to have a meeting and discuss why is this investment not doing so well? And then you have to ask the difficult question. What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? You're either going to get that investment back on track 
or you're going to consider divesting that investment. In other words, making that investment go away because you know that there are other potential investments you can make that can give you better rates of return. Is that mission creep? That's not mission creep at all. That is successfully monitoring your investments and making informed decisions on those investments as they relate to the original goals and objectives of that investment. Fair enough? Fair enough. Okay, so what would mission creep be? Well, mission creep would be, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm invested in like 22 different multifamily deals and I'm purely a passive investor, but now I want to be a single family investor. And that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing in the emails. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of passive investors saying they want to start becoming active investors. Now, is that mission creep? It, it could be mission creep because now... Keep in mind, mission creep is going off of the original scope of what you're doing. You are modifying the addition, the original scope of your investing strategy. I think mission creep is not the bad thing that we in the military used to make it out to be. Yeah, mission creep in the military is when everything seems to be going bad and then all of a sudden it just turns to worse. It just turns to worse. That's kind of what mission creep is in the military. But mission creep in real estate investing, I think, is a natural occurrence where you make informed decisions as to where you are going as an investor. Let's say you have 22 passive investments and they're paying you cash flow and you're earning equity, but you're you're not an active investor because you're an inactive passive investor. Totally fine. Now you want to be an active single family investor. So there's some things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to build a team. You're going to have to talk with a mentor that understands what it what it is to be a single family investor. Maybe you want to invest in areas that are nowhere near where you live. Maybe you need to talk to the right single family mentor to give you advice on that. Now, here's my point. If you talk to a single family mentor that is, that is excellent at properties in the Houston market, Okay, and and you live in Houston, but you don't want to invest in Houston. Let's say you want to invest in Kansas City, Missouri, of all places. You need to talk to a single family mentor that understands what it's like to live in one place and invest in another. That individual is going to give you different advice than the individual that invests where they live. Now, I'm not saying the, that any of that investment advice would be bad. That's not my point. My point is you're finding people that have walked a mile in the shoes you're about ready to walk a mile in. Yeah, yeah, it's as simple as that. So having the right mentor on your team is very important. Building the rest of your team is very important. Make sure that you, you have the right contacts with legal people. Yeah, attorneys. Maybe you need to have an attorney. Maybe you're going to invest in an area where properties are transacted using an attorney as opposed to a title company or an escrow company. Okay, something you need to consider. The other thing you need to do is you need to spend a little time researching the area that you want to invest in. Just because you see a prospectus that indicates that a particular area is doing really well and could do extremely well, you have to do your research and make sure that you're buying into an area that's going to give you what you think it's going to give you. When we come back from the break, I'm going to explore a deal that came across my desk that I think started this whole email chain. Stick around. 
Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Need more unconventional wisdom that will set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your mission creep. Okay, that was a joke. I'm working on your financial freedom. But we're talking about mission creep today, and I think mission creep gets a bad rap. I really do. I think it gets a really bad rap. I think mission creep can be beneficial if it is managed and organized correctly. And if the mission creep causes you to change your trajectory of your objectives and your goals, I think that's okay. I think that's totally fine. And here's my point. Single family, man, I'll tell you, it just it appears to be red hot right now. Now, one of the things Lifestyles Unlimited has done over the past year is we have opened up Lifestyles Unlimited realty companies in several different states across the United States. We targeted states that specifically we knew had the potential to provide the types of returns that we receive based on how we invest. Now, we have not opened up any Lifestyles Unlimited realty offices in places like California or New York. You want to know, you want to know why? It's because what we do doesn't work out there. And the reason it doesn't work out there is because there is a severe imbalance between the value of the property and the rental income that the property can produce. Severe imbalance. So as, as a result of that imbalance, we don't, we don't invest in those areas. Now, there are people in America that do invest in those areas, but not us as Lifestyles Unlimited members. We would rather be in places like Texas, Arizona, Georgia, Mississippi, Tennessee, oh, Kansas, Kansas of, and Missouri, Kansas of all places, like a place called Olathe. I, I probably just butchered the name of the town, but Olathe, Kansas is a little town that is southwest of Overland Park, Kansas, which is southwest of Kansas City, Missouri. It's in what I would consider a tertiary market. In other words, it's not in a primary real estate market. That would be Kansas City. It's not in a secondary real estate market, which would be Overland Park, which, which I don't know, Overland Park's been growing like crazy. That might actually be a primary uh, sector right now. But a tertiary market, Olathe, Kansas, a place where people live, a place where people work, and a place where Americans call home. So why, why of all things would I even bring up a place like Olathe, Kansas? Because I received an email from Devane, and man, I'll tell you, this property 
It's an amazing property. Now, let me just tell you right up front, what caught my attention on this property was the fact that it can produce a 375% return on capital gains. It means that for every dollar you put into that property, it's going to return a 375% return on investment in the capital gains area. I've lost some of you, haven't I? Okay, let me back up a step. This particular property is on the market in Olathe, Kansas for $125,000. Now, Devane knows that the basic condition of this property does not warrant it selling for $125,000. So this property has been on the market for a while, but it hasn't moved. The reason it hasn't moved is because the property's owner is is actually asking too much for the property. The property should sell for a price of $105,000. That's what comparable sales for this particular property in its present condition, that's what it's worth. However, when you fix this property up and you breathe new life into this property, it has a retail value of $199,000. $900. Let's just call it $200,000. The difference between the $105,000 price that you're going to offer on this property and that $200,000 equity, that's all the equity you're going to capture in this particular deal. Yeah, that's a lot of money. You just did the math in your, in your mind. You said, wow, there's $95,000 sitting on the table. There is $95,000 sitting on the table, and we're going to use some of that money to do all the repairs on this property. We're going to go out and we're going to acquire this property using a hard money loan. What that does for us is it allows us to, to acquire the property almost instantaneously. Now, it does take a couple days to, to move through the escrow process, but it's not like a 30 to 45 to 60 day escrow. It's more like a three to 10 day escrow. Yeah, that's, that's the power that hard money brings to me as an investor. It gives me the immediate ability to purchase a property. And not only am I going to use that hard money loan to purchase the property, I'm going to use a portion of that hard money loan to cover the $40,000 worth of rehab that needs to be done on this property. Now, I'm looking at pictures of this property, and the property doesn't look that bad. It really doesn't look that bad at all. But here's the one thing that I uncovered when I was doing my due diligence on this property. This property has major foundation problems. Yeah, that means the floor in this property is like a roller coaster. Yeah, it rises in places, it falls in places, it is not level, it's not flat. If you took a marble and you put it in the center of any room, pick a room, I don't care what room, that marble is going to roll to one of the walls. That's just what's wrong with that property. Now, cosmetically, the, the property doesn't look like it's in too bad a shape. The cabinets in the kitchen, they actually look pretty decent. They're, they look a little dated. They could just use a little sprucing up. They don't, I don't think they have to be replaced. But the hardwood floors in this property, man, those look nice. And here's the neat thing about hardwood floors. When you have foundation problems, hardwood floors tend to recover very well when you're recovering the levelness of the property. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to have any breakage anywhere. You're not going to have any, any issues with the flooring that could come into play. Part of the reason we've established a $40,000 rehab, it's not because it's going to take $40,000 to, to fix the foundation on this property. 
what's going to happen is once we fix the foundation on the property, it's going to create other problems. We're potentially going to have problems with the sewer lines, with the plumbing lines. Maybe there's an issue with the roof. By the way, the roof on this property, it is pretty old. It's going to need to be replaced too. So we've, we've built that cost into this $40,000. Want to know how much money it's going to take for you to put into this deal in order to get this deal? $12,000. I actually overstated that value. The, the actual number that Devane came up with was $11,926. You're going to capture equity of almost $45,000 in this property. That $45,000 is in addition to the $12,000 you put into the deal. So really, $45,000 plus $12,000, let us do the math here. So that's what, $57,000? Okay, that's a little bit less than the $60,000 number I was throwing out earlier in the show. But that's a very significant number. Now think about it. For a $12,000 investment, you can become $57,000 richer. Is that something you'd be interested in? I'll tell you what, that's something that a lot of these multifamily investors are interested in because what I just told you was you can instantaneously literally triple your money just by buying this property. Now, you're not you're not going to sell the property immediately because that would be flipping at Lifestyles Unlimited. We don't teach flipping. And the reason we don't teach flipping is because flipping comes with a whole host of tax problems that we don't want you to deal with. Now, let me go back to this this property that's in Olathe, Kansas. Now, I'm looking at Zillow. Now, one of the things Zillow does is Zillow gives you something called a Zestimate. The Zestimate on this particular property is coming in around $129,000. So if the seller is relying on the Zestimate for the valuation, they may find themselves in an overvalued state. I believe the property is worth $105,000. If I were to buy this property, I would offer $105,000. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to pay fair market value for the asset. If the seller's not willing to sell for 105, should I pass? Or should I go through mission creep and renegotiate? And the honest answer is yes. The numbers absolutely work at $125,000. The difference is you're only going to get about a $200,000 or excuse me, a 200% return on capital gains. So because you're paying more for the property, you're not going to realize as much equity. And you're probably going to have to put a little more money into the deal, but still you're going to be under $15,000. That's that's what my, my numbers are showing me right now. Does the deal still work at that $15,000 price point? And the short answer is yes, we haven't even talked about cash flow on this property because I've been so focused on the equity and the fact that we're going to make you very rich by buying these kind of properties and then holding them for a year and then disposing of the properties, taking the gains from these properties and then going out and buying two or more properties to replace them. That's how you get yourself to a place of retirement in five years or less. Now let's talk about the cash flow because the cash flow is something that you will use in order to retire yourself. At the original number of about $12,000, the cash flow on this particular property is returning a 21% return on cash on cash, 21%. Now, what's that based off of? 
It's based off of the cash flow on this property will be about $210. In other words, once, once you rent it for about $1,200 a month and you pay the associated mortgage of about $990 a month, you're going to have a cash flow of about $210 a month. Now, my, my numbers are a little bit off there because I'm using some averages, but don't worry about it. The point is, even if you jumped your cash out of pocket to $15,000, you're still going to get almost a 17% return cash on cash. Still a great return. Now, let's take a step back and let me ask you the question I tend to ask on this radio show ad nauseum. You ready for it? What kind of returns are you getting in your investments? Now, some of you know, some of you don't know. Those of you that don't know, you need to get into the know. Yeah, your mission creep needs to be, you need to stop being blank in the mind and you need to get focused on your investments. You need to understand what your investments are doing for you. You need to understand the rates of return that these investments are giving you. And if you're not getting the rates of return that you desire, divest yourself and reinvest into assets that give you the rates of return. Are you starting to understand why my inbox was blowing up over the past week? Because I've been talking about properties just like this particular one. This is, this is just a tiny little two-bedroom, one-bath house in a place called Olathe, Kansas. You've never even heard of it, have you? And if I told you the name of the street and the property address, first of all, I'm not going to do that on the radio because that would be inappropriate. But if, if I told you the information on this particular property, you'd probably blow up the MLS trying to get information on it, or you'd blow up all the realtors' phone numbers trying to get information on it. The point I want to make is, is that this is just one opportunity. This is not the only opportunity that's out there. This is just one. I was looking at another opportunity that showed up. And this one's in the San Antonio market. This one gives me a doubling effect of my money. Now, it's not the tripling, almost quadrupling effect that this particular asset in Olathe, Kansas has the potential to provide to me, but I'm still doubling or better my money in about a year. Yes. Mission creep can be beneficial to you if you're staying focused on the big picture of everything. Just because you have your goals and objectives all lined out doesn't mean you should not revisit those goals and objectives. As a matter of fact, if you're not revisiting your goals and objectives at least annually, you're wrong. You're wrong. You, should, you, you shouldn't be investing that way. You need to have your eye on the prize. You need to constantly be reevaluating the investments that you have made. You need to sell your dogs and, and well, I, don't sell your dogs. I love my dogs. I'm not going to sell my dogs. I'm talking about my, my puppies. Yeah, my puppy dogs, my puppy dogs. Now, what I mean by the, the, the dogs, I'm talking about the ones that are underperforming. If you have assets in your portfolio that are underperforming, get rid of them. Get rid of them. If you can't get rid of them immediately, go to work doing what you need to do to either improve their position or to cause their elimination from your portfolio. All of you that are invested in multifamily properties as passive investors, 
You are protected by a subscription agreement. There are rules of engagement that are outlined in that subscription agreement that allows you to vote out a lead investor or a syndicator and take over the property. Now, some of you are invested in syndicated deals that don't provide those provisions. Those would be non-Lifestyles Unlimited types of deals, by the way. In Lifestyles Unlimited, we have provisions in all of our agreements that allow the lead investors to be voted out if they are not doing what they said they were going to do. It is a get-out-of-jail-free card. There's no other way to describe that thing. It's a get-out-of-jail-free card. And I have seen many instances where passive investors have been invested in a multifamily community. The multifamily community isn't doing what it's supposed to do. In other words, the lead investor is not executing the plan that they laid out effectively. They're not getting the rates of return they're supposed to do. They have an annual meeting. The passive investors get together and they elect to vote the lead investor out. And somebody else from within that body takes over as the lead investor and they put that asset back on track. It happens. It happens. That's a case of mission creep, but that's a good mission creep because you're understanding that there is a problem and you are working to resolve the problem. Yeah. So mission creep, whether you think it's a good thing, bad thing, you're indifferent about mission creep, or if you just want me to stop saying mission creep is immaterial to me. What's material to me is that you are focused on getting yourself retired in the next five years, that you are doing the things that you need to do to accomplish that retirement and most importantly, that you are actively engaged, whether you're inactive as an investor or active as an investor, you're actively engaged in monitoring and managing your assets. Look, if you want to do what I do, if you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited do, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.